Okay. Hey guys, Scott Short, Sacramento Social Realtors, on the Real Estate Finance and Affiliate Chair for 2020. Hey, everybody. Megan Harris with Golden State Finance Authority. Always nice to see you, Miss Megan. I'm, I'm really excited to see you in your office. And this, that's, 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 that's rare. So it's good to see that we're starting to, you know, get back into play. I mean, even though you're in business, now you're in business office, right? Well, today, today. right? <laughs> you know, the, uh, Newsom just put out some new protocol yesterday. So today's probably the last time okay. you'll see me in my office for a while, but I'm happy to be here. We appreciate it, but we know, even though we're at your office or at your home office, Golden State Finance Authority is working and accepting loans and closing loans, right? That's right, Scott. We're still in business. We're, we don't actually close loans, but we do. No, saying, no, sorry, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right. So we still got our programs available. Everybody's welcome. So whether I'm here or at my home office, um, I'm available to assist and provide the trainings and everything else. So GSFA is open and all of our programs are fully functioning and operational. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I like that. See, that's, that's a cool part. That's cool, cool. So today yeah. we want to talk about you guys have a bulletin coming out, I think, July 12th? Yeah, so we had an income update, and it was as of July 12th. That's when the conventional income limits increased. Well, I won't say they increased. They, they shifted. So we still have the income limits that are based on the 80% AMI, mm -hmm. and AMI stands for Area Median Income, and it's going to be based on per county, and that's going to be the county where the subject property is located. So if you have a borrower who's at or below 80% of the area median income for the county where they're purchasing their property, um, they're going to be, they're going to have access to special pricing, if you will, and better, more attractive DPA options. So previously, uh, we had, we had the income limit as no limit for borrowers who were over 80% AMI. So we've recently changed that as of July 12th to where it's now 180% of the area median income. Wow. You said yeah. 180? <laughs> yeah, 180%. Holy catfish. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so it's going to be, um, and it's obviously going to be varying by county, right? So uh, we have that information on our website, gsfahome.org. Go to the housing program section, click on platinum or open doors. Mm -hmm. And then if you once you get there, you want to click on income limits. And then from there, it'll bring you to the income limits page. It'll show you that the income limits for conventional are going to be um, sectioned off by county. So you just pick your borrower's county from the drop-down box, and it'll spit out the number for the 80%. So it tells you right there. You don't have to do any special math or calculations. Um, and so, and then it also tells you what the figure is for the people that are over 80% of the AMI. And again, that's typically about 180% of AMI. But again, you don't have to figure that out. The numbers are right there. Yeah. Cool. So so now I, I think you said also on somewhere on your site, there's a place you can click on and put the address of property and it'll tell you where it's sitting or is that, did I miss that somewhere? Yeah. So we don't necessarily have that functionality on our website, but we do have a list of every county in California and you would simply go to the income limits page and select the borrower's county, wherever that borrower's property is located and it'll spit out the numbers either way. So, so we're not worried about exactly where the house sits, you know, streetwise. We're worried about this, the county. in Exactly. Yeah. So our MCC program is driven more or less by census tracts. So I think that might be what you're okay. talking about. Um, and we don't have that built into our website either for the MCC, but we do have resources where people can look 
-hmm. to find out uh, what the census tract number is if they don't already have it. And then we have a list of the census tract numbers that are subject to special uh, sales price and income limits for the MCCs. So that part is on our website for MCC, but respective to the DPA programs, we just have it listed by county and again, you just pick the county from the drop down. You don't need a specific census tract or property address. It's just going to be general based oh, on the county. Thank you, Ladisha. Thank you. I'm worried about going to Fan. You know, you got your Freddie. So some programs I go to Fannie Mae, like with the property street address and all this whole thing that tells you what your max, uh, you know, AMI is for that, you know, the 80% thing, right? So that's that's painful. So I like your program. It's a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah, we, we try to keep it simple, but you know, there's so many options out there and all the programs. I, I know it's hard to keep up sometimes. Right, right. But the great thing is that, you know, if you're, if you're, you're 80% or lower than AMI, then you get the, you know, lower mortgage insurance and some other things, you get some bennies. Yeah. So that is a good point, Scott. Um, with your 80% or below on the ADMI, ADMI, AMI, right. um, it, it sets it up to where your borrower not only gets um, uh, more attractive pricing and DPA options, they also, and with one of our programs, they need a lower FICO to qualify in that case. And, um, and there's also better MI pricing, right? right? They get charter level coverage instead of the standard coverage. So those are just some of the highlights that come along with being able to fit in that 80 percent uh, AMI category. Cool, cool, cool. I like that. So we kind of talked about this. I know I'm, I'm, I'm pushing you to the limits here as always. So let's let's kind of big general, not 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 down to let this, you know nitty gritty because the real okay. need the actual you know grains of salt. They need to know bigger big picture. So what what is your opinion if you look from a government loan, Fannie Freddie, oh sorry, FHA, VA, or USDA. If we look mm -hmm. compare the planning program versus that open door program. What do you see some of the things that, you know, are the big differences in reference to, you know, the guidelines? Yeah, so it's a couple differences, especially with the government section of the program, right? So on open doors, let's just break down the fundamental differences between the DPA, because that's the major variance between the two programs. Cool. So on open doors, the down payment assistance is structured as a deferred 30-year second and if you get assistance above and beyond that 30 year second, it comes as a gift. So it would be a combination of the deferred 30 year second, doesn't have any interest or payments and a gift, right? Whereas platinum, the down payment assistance is a three year forgivable second mm -hmm. or a gift, mm -hmm. okay? And the gift is gonna be driven by the loan type, and this is just with platinum, um, the borrower's occupation, right? So those are some things that can help the borrower obtain the down payment assistance as a gift. Right. So again, on open doors, it's a combination of a deferred 30-year second and a gift. Mm -hmm. And on platinum, it's a three-year forgivable second or a gift. So if you're doing a government loan on uh, either program, you're going to have different benefits depending on your situation. Mm -hmm. So Platinum, for example, provides all USDA borrowers the DPA as a gift. 100% okay. of USDA borrowers get the down payment assistance as a gift under Platinum. Mm -hmm. That's not the case with Open Doors. Okay, it's still going to be that you know deferred second, and anything above that would be a gift to the borrower. 
Um, the platinum option also has FHA EEM mortgages, right? The energy efficient mortgages. Those borrowers also receive the down payment assistance as a gift. A hundred percent of the down payment assistance is a gift. That option is not available on open doors. Cool. Okay. And then, um, the other thing with platinum and the down payment assistance is the borrower has occupational eligibility that can provide the down payment assistance as a gift. Mm -hmm. So that's medical professionals, teachers, law enforcement, um, EMTs, firefighters, and any of the support staff, teachers, any of the support staff for those functions and you know employers get access to the down payment assistance as a gift. I'm a lunch lady with a hat. Lunch lady with a hat. That's right, the lunch lady, the custodian, the bus driver, everybody, right? Yeah, so those are some fundamental uh, differences between the two programs and reasons why someone might consider. If I had a borrower who was doing a USDA loan and I had an option between Open Doors and Platinum, I would consider the fact that my borrower is going to get the down payment assistance as a gift, 100% right. on Platinum, right? right? Yep. Uh, the other difference there, though, is the maximum down payment assistance is different on those respective programs. So, for example, the max DPA on Open Doors goes all the way up to 7%, mm -hmm. and it's 6.5% on government right now, 7% mm -hmm. um, on conventional. With uh, Platinum, the DPA is maxed at 5%. So, if you have a USDA borrower and they need you know, 6% in assistance, mm -hmm even though it's going to be a gift on platinum, it's still only going to be 5%. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of weigh that out. Is it worth me going to open doors and getting it as, you know, a deferred 30 year second with a gift. And so my borrower can get the 6% they need, or would they, you know, rather just take the, you know, hit on that 1% and go hundred percent gift on platinum. Ooh, see, boom, that's right there. That's that, that makes it a lot easier because, you know, we look at those different programs. We got to tell our clients, you know, here's a program, here's a content of each program. Now, one last question, because I know I'm getting close to your, your burn time, because it's one time for all of us. So, um, question is on Platinum versus Open Door, do we have credit score differences? Are they same credit scores or different? That's a great question, Scott. And yes, there are differences. So, the minimum FICO on Platinum is 640. Okay, and that's a that's across the board, with the exception of FHA. Mm -hmm. FHA on platinum, the minimum FICO is six sixty. Okay, on open doors, the minimum FICO on government loans is six forty. Period. End of discussion. Okay, on conventional, the open doors minimum FICO is six twenty. If the borrowers at or below that eighty percent AMI. If they're over the 80% AMI, their minimum FICO is 680. Okay. Now, what's what program is that one for the 680? That's for open doors. Very good. Thank you. Thank yeah. So for platinum, all the FICOs are 640, mm -hmm. government and conventional, right. with the exception of 660 for FHA. Gotcha. 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 For platinum. See, this, this, is why, this is why we need to take your training every, every six months. To <laughs> right. Maybe every quarter, Scott. Right. You can, right, right, you know, right. Maybe every quarter. You're right. Huh? That's why I do these videos <laughs> so I can get my, get my quarterly in here. I do it every six, right? <laughs> you know, but I, I truly appreciate your time. Anything else you want to tell the audience about what's going on with, uh, with you guys? 
Yeah, you know what? I think things are kind of in flux right now with the economy and the way the market's moving, but GSFA is here. So if you guys have borrowers that are eligible for down payment assistance, by all means, check us out. We've got our trainings available. We've got trainings on all of our programs once a week. So I highly encourage you guys to just stay engaged and stay up to date. Also sign up for e-news subscriptions on our website. That will send the updates to you automatically when they're available. So you don't have to go digging for information. Right. Take a refresher training, you know, every because <laughs> you'll already have that information in your inbox. One more time, what's, what's your website again? It's gsfahome.org. Oh, so one one last question, one last thing, because I always, you know, I'm always one last to group all the time. <laughs> so, so, so our investor for this is where lender parts people. So the investor for Open Doors is going to be Gateway. Correct. And then for Platinum, it's going to be U.S. Bank, right? That's absolutely right. And those are two distinguishable differences between the programs. So again, the investor slash servicer for Platinum is U.S. Bank. And for Open Doors, it's Gateway Mortgage. In order to e use either program, you do have to be signed up as a correspondent lender with either of those uh, entities. So um, that's something that's always initiated by corporate and the GSFA part is just a matter of paperwork. Anybody who wants to use our program also has to take the training. So that's an important step. And I encourage everybody to take the training, operations, sales, and everybody in between. It's just a way to make sure the left hand always knows what the right hand is doing. Right. The blind's not leading the blind. And it just creates a better customer experience when everybody's on the same page about how things work. And the great thing about that, when you know exactly where their loan's going, you can tell a client, your, your loan's going to go to this company or this company. That, that helps a lot because most people, you know, we have one place and we sell it here and it's, it's you know, there's no certainty, but now you have certainty where you're going. Yeah, exactly. And you know where to go for overlays, right? right. And, and other guidelines and whatnot that might not be identified in our term sheet, right? Because our term sheet pretty much just describes the GSFA requirements. Right. Anything above and beyond that, if you, if you don't see the information or the guideline referenced in our term sheet, typically it's going to be a, a loan agency requirement or a servicer overlay. So that's when knowing who the servicer is is definitely valuable. Right. So for loan officers, where do they, where do they find the, the gateway or the U.S. Bank, you know, their, their uh, overlays? Where do they find their website? Well, so we don't have links to them on our website. Good. <laughs> uh, I know, right? That's, that's a lot of information to maintain. Um, but we do provide contact links to both entities through our training. So if you reach out to us or if you take our trainings, we can provide you the contacts for both of those. Also, if you have your AEs, right, your account executives can also provide you with the information you need to access those guides. Oh, well, I appreciate you as well as knowledge. And I'll let you go to lunch. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Scott. I sure do appreciate that. I appreciate you too. So we'll see you again soon. All right, Scott. Thanks for having me. Thank you.